Hi, this is the Social Jello with Angelo show. My name's Angelo. I'm a social scientist, surfer, martial artist, and a whole lot of other things. Coming to you live from Kasai City, Japan, the Social Jello with Angelo show. What's up, and welcome to Social Jello with Angelo. This is our Black Belt meeting. Today we are with John Hojlo and Renato. Man, I'm gonna mess up your name, brother. Bernardino. Yes, it's like San Bernardino, man. Oh, I did it. Okay, well, cool. I did. I did it right off the bat. Yeah, you got your name right this time. We'll come back to my yeah. name later. Oh, did I say Hojlo again? <laughs> did I say Hojlo? Hojlo. Yeah, ah, damn it! I thought you had it. I thought you had it. Hojlo. Oh. Almost, man. All right, there you go. <laughs> a few, a few disclaimers before we get started. Um, I don't dress myself. Uh, I'm wearing. If anybody watching this on YouTube, anybody listening to this, they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm wearing a, a red and white sailor shirt that says Gap on it. Um, outside <laughs> of my superhero rash guards that I wear when I'm doing my instructionals on YouTube and in class, uh, I pretty much don't care what I wear. So I just grab whatever my wife provides me. So, yep, that's my disclaimer. That's the best way. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything about the Gap, but. Don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say it. I'll say it. I know some people are watching it and thinking it, so I'm just gonna say it. Um, but yeah, I, I am digging Renato's t-shirt. It's way cooler. Like Aiko Aiko Kaju Kemba. That's awesome. See, he's repping. <laughs> What's Aiko? I'm guessing you got some. I, I my first thought is Aikido, but what is Aiko? Exactly? No, no, no. Aiko is just it's just the letters of the My Association. Okay. So okay. it's uh, it's uh, Association International Kaju Kembo West. Okay, oh, but it's in, in in French, so uh, it's it's kind of opposite of what it would be in English. Okay. Uh, so what's the oh? That's West. Oh, West, West, because oh. in, I'm in the west part of France. Okay, right well, now. How do you spell that in French? O U E O E. West. Ah. Basic. Okay. West have O U E. Okay. 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 I was wondering what the O was because I was like West W W E. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, it's gotcha. With O. Also in Portuguese, actually. So, all right, all right. And so, for those people listening, um, if you haven't guessed it yet, this is an international podcast. Um, I'm in Japan and Hyogo. John is coming out of uh, Okayama, and Hinato's coming out of France. So, before Ohio we get uh, Ohio Gozaimas. Ah, good morning to you. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna do. This is gonna be the four shot format for Kaju Kembo uh, shots. I, I think that's what he calls. I Kaju shots. I think he calls them. John, what do you call it? Four is shots it? of Kaju Kembo. That's what he calls it. Yeah, yeah his show is called Four Shots of Kaju Kembo. You should check it out. We are following that format today. So to mark the passage of time, we're gonna have our first shot and then start our first question and get started. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So now that. We got that business out of the way. Our first question. What are your thoughts on ranking systems in martial arts? And since Renato is a special guest, I'm going to have you start off. Thanks a lot. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be here again with you guys. Uh, first uh, time with uh, John. So it's, it's, it's actually great to share with you this moment. Um, so my thoughts about ranks and, and uh, all, all of that. I think ranking system is it's somehow important for for uh, an individual when it's in its developing phase. I think if uh, one is very worried about his ranking uh, when he's thirty plus uh, years of martial arts, that's a problem. I think, uh, or maybe more than twenty. I think that you should think about what you're doing and exactly what's your what's 
what's your point in doing in doing it? But uh, but anyway, I think ranking systems they have a purpose. They have somehow uh, something to to help uh, develop uh, oneself in in the sense of uh, where I am in the martial art and more of that, of course. Uh, but I I don't I don't really think it's it's kind of a, a necessity for uh, for developing yourself but uh, I'm sure I'm sure that helps uh, uh, organizations and I'm sure that helps organizing and well it's not right. it's not a big problem if you don't if you don't over overthink about it and if you don't uh, you know uh, but I do think there's a problem with that uh, in martial arts uh, I agree. I was going to say, like, I think that I, I agree with you saying about the uh, there is a necessary for the organizations, um, the, and for when you're learning, it is kind of nice to have a bar to look at to reach for, and then the bar to reach for. If you're saying yeah. I'm going to be like Bruce Lee, that's a huge step. But if I'm going to be like this guy, and then this guy, and then this guy, and then this guy, and then this guy, yeah. it's easier to see. And you mentioned yeah. the organization as well. Your organization uh, mm. uh, is rank a big thing for you guys. But I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, it's uh, in terms of Kaju Kembo, people are are going through the ranks when it's needed, <laughs> basically. And uh, of course, we have six degrees, seven degrees, nine degrees, and yeah, etc. Yeah. But uh, it's not it's not really a thing that we are worried about, or I don't I don't see it like this. And some people that are really worried about it normally they go out these kinds of organizations to search elsewhere for for their uh prizes if i may say yeah so, i know yeah, I, I feel i feel a bit like that normally that happens a lot mm -hmm. in all organizations yeah. and uh sometimes people get confused and uh cross rankings and stuff but I, i'm not gonna enter in that but uh anyway uh, you see that long 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 time in kaju Kembo, we have lots lots of big big uh, shots in terms of grades uh, and it ranks, sorry, but that's, that doesn't mean they are very, uh, they are actually very good or in Kaju Campbell or even in organizing themselves or even in transmitting what, what is Kaju Campbell. So sometimes it's just a guy in a, in a garage somewhere with a patch mm -hmm. and here we go. I'm 10th, uh, 11th. No, not 11th, but... <laughs> <laughs> For sure. No, yeah. there, there are people out there. I've heard people... Oh, yeah. You see the rank. I'm 14th degree. I'm 20th degree. 40th, 40th. You know, it's like... Just yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah. bars on both sides of their belt. <laughs> there yeah, was yeah. some dude. I, I don't remember where he was. I don't remember China or somewhere. It was... He said he had, like, a 10th degree in, like, 10 different styles. Yeah. Which is... What? I... I don't know if that, that's a question, uh, Angelo. Actually, but uh, there's there's a big thing with brotherhood martial artists. You know, mm -hmm. uh, there's a sub culture going on, and people are promoting themselves and promoting others, and they are putting some names of organizations for that matter. And the sole purpose of that is to promote themselves and have someone to promote you. Of course, uh, uh, martial arts are a bit like that, right? You, you have your own group and uh, you're rec recognized by your, your own group. Maybe you're not recognized by by other groups, but by your own group with some kind of uh, recognition. Mm -hmm. But uh, people just um, short-circuit that, that thing. <laughs> and now we have brotherhoods for 
plenty of, of things that uh, we're just here to promote martial arts and we're just brothers and synteny and we love uh, the earth and so on. But, <laughs> we, but we are trying to promote ourselves and here's your 10th degree and whatever. And uh, here's your 7th. Uh, yeah, I think you're touching into the question that's coming up. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there very soon. So, John, yes. what are your thoughts on rankings? I think it's a paradox. Um, I I love the idea that in Kaiju Kambo, it's very common that someone will say, this guy might be a yellow belt, but he's still going to beat your ass. Uh, uh, I remember, maybe we've talked about this. I, I used to have a fight club going on every Saturday at our dojo. We just come in to spar for a while. And this other Kaiju Kambo guy that was, you know, friends of a friend of a friend of my teacher came, came in for a while. His name was Nick. And he's a yellow belt. All right, cool. Yell about, yeah, come on in. And he's just sparring with everybody, beating up everyone, getting beat up and beating up everyone. And later on, oh, yeah, I've been a yellow belt for 11 years, you know, fighting the whole time. So there's this paradox of like the rank doesn't matter because it's just the belt's supposed to just hold up your pants. And these don't even do that because we don't wear, you know. But at the same time, I love what like BJJ does, how hardcore respectful they are. If you're a blue belt, you better be able to, you know, fucking fight like a blue belt. If you are a black belt, most people seem very upset with the idea. If you're a black belt, uh, some white belt off the street can beat you. It's there is a sign. If you are a black belt, you should be representing that level and that skill. So there really is this paradox. There are people who don't train and they can kick your ass, but we also have respect for these people who have come before us and first off, they should be able to fight. And second off, it's a reminder that these guys have been passing down this knowledge and they deserve the respect. Even if they're not fighting in the ring anymore, they have put paid their dues one way or the other, hopefully. Yeah. Like Renato's touching as well. There are people who are promoting themselves and people who are going into the politics of dealing with students as well. Um, Renato, can I ask how long you've been teaching? I've been teaching since uh, 2000... Uh... 2001 2001 yeah. okay and yeah. uh angela how, how long have you been teaching including like when you were assisting at uh, your school oh man <laughs> <laughs> don't date yourself uh, all right okay, okay so that's the answer there. I, a long time. I, I, yeah yeah I, 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 to, to not to not uh to not mess this up too badly we're just gonna say over 10 years i think that'd okay be, that, that's fair to say because i've been in okay. japan for eight years and i was doing it for about yeah, over 10 years i think that's good. okay so like you guys know as well <laughs> like dealing with students you all, there's also this issue of rankings where you've got someone who's been training for a long time, but not getting it, not getting this right technique. It, it is, they can't get this right technique. And then you got someone else come in who hasn't been here as long and they are actually getting good Yeah, and they might even get better. Mm -hmm. And then what do you do? If there's this, you know, one hand, it's okay to give him the next rank because he better. And then if this guy's really trying hard and doing their best, do you let them promote because of time I, I think sometimes yes sometimes no it all depends i have on an anecdote to, an anecdote that happened not a long time Go for it. uh maybe three four years uh i had a guy that were was working with me for five six uh, maybe seven years already and um i had another guy that that came along it's it's actually uh, still my instructor and with within a five-year period of course uh, four or five times a week and etc he just blew up uh, all the the expectancies that we had uh, for for that uh, for that level. Yeah. Um, and 
when I was trying to put the the two uh, for a black belt test, I I I, I, I happened to like to, to my grandmaster to to see and, and evaluate. I, I do I do it like this for the moment at least. That it's my thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was I was going to prepare them both, uh, and then um, I saw that the guy that was longer was not enough uh, in terms of, of certain things. And I said, are you okay with this? Are you okay of waiting maybe six months or a year and we will work this part or this part because I think you're lacking this or this or that? Because I do pre-examination, pre- you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and then uh, the guy said yes. We bought our, our tickets, our plane, etc. All was okay. The, the day didn't show. <laughs> he oh. didn't show uh, at the airport, and uh, I never heard of of him again. So that's you know. the politics I'm talking about, man. Exactly, you, you yeah, get but, people they, they lose motivation. Yeah, that's but I, I didn't. I didn't felt it. You know, if, uh-huh. if if I really felt it, maybe because it was well, seeing things right now. If you if you went out, maybe it's a it's a good thing in one way because it was a bit toxic of uh, bit personality toxic maybe uh, in some way but uh on the other hand if i really felt that it was not okay uh yeah uh, maybe i would do something different mm-hmm. but uh i felt that he was fine with it and actually he wasn't so it's it's a big thing you know it is for some yeah. people and then like what happens what i can add to this is people always i had to finally write something for the longest i would just I would, I had my curriculum all up here and I would promote my students according to what was up here. But my students were just like, why did I get promoted? What did I do? How did I, how'd that happen? How come that guy got promoted? And they'd ask me these questions and I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And I told everyone one day, and this is in Japanese, so I have to explain bad translating outside. I was like, in, in my rough Japanese, I said, okay, guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, I put the ranking system here. Here is what I'm looking for. And I wrote everything yeah. down for every rank from, from the Kajikembo, from my system, to what I added to it, to every, everything. And then what happened was some of the students were like, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of the other students were like, oh, I could do that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then... So now this brings me to right now, my anecdote, I have this boxer. He has absolutely zero interest in forms and uh, never will be doing forms. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> He's not going to do it. He's a professional boxer. He's not going to do forms. He, I don't expect him to. He's been working with me for two years. I don't think he's going to. I'll make him do it. And I just see his face like, he'll do it because I'm telling him to. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I can already tell this guy is going to be one of those guys. Like like John Hackleman's when I write interview him, he's like, Why am I doing this? You know, shut the fuck up and do it. And when you get your black belt, you can do whatever you want. And I can tell once he gets his black belt, he's gonna do whatever he wants. So I'm like, yeah. we're, we're wasting everybody's time here. Like I see where this is going. So rather than dragging this out, I've just been having this guy I'm like, all right, here's I've been just showing them our self-defense and teaching them the system in a way that he can digest it. Mm-hmm. And he, and I told and I reminded everybody. Everybody moves through. I wrote this down only because you asked me what I what I know. I just wrote down everything I know. But at the end of the day, I have what I was taught, and then I have the stuff I learned after, mm-hmm. and then I have the evolving 
you know, as we all know with Kaju Kimball, we're always evolving. Then I have the evolution. So, like, yeah. uh, I have to look at all those things that I'm promoting someone. So I always tell them, hey, I'm looking for I'm looking for what's your Kaju Kembo and wh- how are you going to grab the information I'm teaching you and digest it in a way that follows this map somewhat. Mm-hmm. So some some of them are like like one of I'll say his name my student Shinji he's like on point he's like mm-hmm. okay I have to know this much about MMA this much about jujitsu this much about kickboxing and this much about the forms to get to the next rank and he's like systematically doing it all, but. I think he's he's an exception, not the rule. <laughs> this actually comes back. We had our podcast, Andrew. We talked about uh, people on the uh, ASD spectrum. This There are some people that just need a list. They need to write it down. Uh, like my, I was talking to my wife, actually, because my, my wife like trains once in a while, and uh, she's got a very particular type of mind. And even she was like, I need to have like a video of, just where the hands go when I'm doing kata, just to know where this is. And I understand that because some people, they think a specific way and the ranking will help with that. Other people, it's not going to do anything. Like you said, machine yeah. media, that's just the way he learns. Yeah. All right, guys, let's, uh, let's, let's reload. Refill. Refill, <laughs> get ready for our second shot here. I have lots of shot glasses. I, I just... Got my four ready. Oh, wow. Look at you. You probably have a nice array. Ready to go. This is professional. All right. All right. Salud. Cheers. Salud. All right. So question number two. What do you think qualifies someone to be a black belt? Renato? Special guest? Okay. Well, that depends, right? That depends on your... um, your organization, your way of thinking, but mainly you should be uh, dominating whatever you are doing. It's if it's kaju kembo or karate, whatever. In karate, for example, I, I I've done karate for for several years. I still do it, uh, and it's quite easy to understand how because um, they're mainly on the content of each belt and some concepts. Uh, in kaju kembo, I think we're a bit different we're always on the concepts and less in the content sometimes we i don't care if uh, if the content it's not exactly there but if the concept is not there there's a problem because we we will have a problem in the streets and if it's street if it's streetwise so we have to understand it in that position but i do think that for becoming a, a black belt at least you 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 don't need a um uh, like a time schedule but you will need uh exactly a concept schedule so you you have to to understand distance you have to understand uh timing you have to understand uh these kinds of things where to hit and how to hit uh in a way that 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 your instructor is able to say yeah that's 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 it uh in kaju kembo let's talk about kaju kembo we we have different ways of of seeing it everybody and then within organizations we we still uh, let people a bit free so uh even in organizations we have different uh, uh timestamps and different uh uh concepts uh working out working or not uh in the in the same line of uh, work so I, I will not speak within different styles let's say of kaju kembo but in general we are very di- diverse 
So it's not an easy answer, but I would say that uh, a person that is completely okay with its concepts within its martial arts, and uh, if uh, it's a good person also and gives uh, the max um, uh, to to be there and, and to work uh, along with the principles, I think that people will deserve it. I think there's not a time like, yeah, let's say five years, 10 years, 12 years, that depends a lot, right? And then we have the individual, so so the individual will be different. So people can, can go and learn something in two or three years and, and other guys will never get that, uh, even in 10 or, or 15. So it's, it's very hard to, to, to tell. I think uh, all the grades, all the things, about, all the ranks, sorry, and things about, um, about uh, passing to the, the other level, it's in, um, in the, it's an ecosystem within, within the organization. It's not, it's not quite something I can, I, I cannot look at uh, John or Angela and say, by you are not, or you are, or you are over than my black belts. I cannot say that. You, you are at your level within your organization and within your uh, thing, you know? Uh, and for me, uh, likewise. So uh, even if I'm, I'm, uh, fifth degree i don't care about it but my fifth degree is not the same for you guys and vice versa and for karate or whatever so it's it's kind of um it's it's a kind of a human group groupal thing you know it's not it's not really something you can draw a line and say hey this is black belt over this and that's that for for me that's not working like that so when when kano uh, developed uh, ranks uh, the, the founder of judo Yes, he developed it for for uh, an organization thing and within some content with for his organization. Then all martial arts and a guy in England uh, that all, also was in France uh, making uh, judo uh, classes. Um, he was a student of, of Kano. Uh, he, he developed all the colored belts after, uh, you know. So it's a it's a West thing. This this uh, this belt thing. So yeah, that, that uh, is, I remember hearing about Kano saying that that was very much was a Western thing. We, we want to know <coughs> what where do I go next? Uh, that the whole what's the next step? I, yeah, yeah. Like, I got to know everything. Uh, and quick question, yeah. Mato, um, you mentioned the concepts, and I totally agree with you on that. By the way. Uh, one of my senpais, remember, I remember talking about like when he was taught by a Danzenru Jujutsu guy, he came and taught. And he was like, we're doing like, a, you know, a three, four hour seminar. I can't teach you everything in four hours, but I can teach you concepts and you can take that and run with it. Uh, mm -hmm. Just to be clear for the listeners as well. Could you, Renata, I'm just curious, would you, what would you consider like a concept in Kaiju Kembo that would be taught in general? Yeah. Tough in general. That that will be a bit hard, but well, um, just, I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it a little easier. Can you give me one concrete concept that you would show a white belt? Yeah. Um, so distance. I think uh, white belt should be working in in distance, understanding the difference between uh, close quarter and all the different distances. Distances. Uh, in that and understanding that in Kaju Kembo, if we go inside the distance, we will hit hard and uh, <laughs> we will not think about it otherwise. Yeah. So uh, that's, uh, I think, percussion, percussion uh, in very strong percussion in, in, in with, within the, 
the transferring from uh, uh, social distancing to engagement distance, if I may call. Uh, <laughs> we are, if you are there in engaging distance, we will be hitting hard, and mm-hmm. you know, like it's 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 no it's and, and not not stopping it. I, I do the pressure thing a lot in terms of. Uh, in Kaju Kembo, uh, at least with, with Mike and Master, we are working a lot in pressuring the line, if you know. So you have a line of uh, our... We need to, for example, we have center line. So we will adapt the, this line, but we are always pressuring within mm-hmm. with strikes. Strikes, mm-hmm. strikes, 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 strikes. So if we start that mass, that mass there, uh, we will not stop until it's it's over. So this is the first concept, I think distance and when it goes it goes it's That's a great concept i remember one of the one of the coolest lessons i learned timing and distance way more yeah. important power speed a lot of other things timing and distance yeah, together sure. yeah, yeah i sure. agree yeah so john thoughts about black belts what what uh we i think we've 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 beat this horse to death so many yeah. times but uh let's do, <laughs> let's do it again john We'll, Let's we'll, do it qualify, again. we'll qualify someone to be a black the zombie guy. horse is still alive. Um, Hope there's no animal organization. <laughs> <laughs> I just got your show kicked off YouTube, man. I'm sorry. Um, Peter's coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, wait, what is a, what it take to be a black belt? Yeah. What? What? Do, what do you think qualifies uh, somebody to be a black belt? The understanding of the art. Um, I agree with everything Renato was saying. Um, I feel that coming back also to something we said earlier about the techniques, the grab arts, you had your boxers, you know, I'm not going to care about forms. A big thing I'm telling all my students is I'm going to teach you these punch attacks, these forms. If you forget them and you come to class, honestly, I don't care because you're not going to do, you know, pinion four in a fight. You're going to learn the concepts from the fight and apply it to your sparring later. Uh, so I don't care if you remember everything. I care that in the class, if we review it, you pick it up again quickly and you hit. Uh, I tell students, you know, as far as belt rankings all the way up to black belt, if you if you can do a punch like a purple belt, that's a sign you're a purple belt. If you kick like a white belt, then that's a sign we got to work on your kicks. I don't care. So to be a black belt, you got to do these techniques. You don't got to remember them. When we work on them in class, even if it takes a few minutes to bring it back, you need to do it like a black belt. You need to have the heart of a black belt. When you're tired and you don't want to go anymore, you got to keep fighting. Uh, Kaji Kembo, unity of mind, body, and spirit. So when your body and mind's tired, I want to see that your spirit is continuing like a black belt would. I honestly don't care about the uh, the forms and all that stuff. Uh, the other thing, also coming back to what you said earlier, um, another thing I tell people is you got to focus on five techniques. Kaju Kembo shows, you know, hundreds of techniques, you know, 40 different ways to use your hands to hurt somebody. And then that's not even the rest of your body. But as a black belt, you've got to know what techniques are going to work. You got to know what techniques apply to you and you've got to be able to apply them in a fight. And then above all of that, you've got to show me that you understand what Kaju Kembo is. And to me, that means the aloha spirit, you know, understanding the spirits of, you know, Pono, of aloha, of just 
of being a good person. Uh, to continue this question, okay, you know, I go on tangents. Sorry, Renato, if I go on on this. Um, uh -huh. I do tangent after tangent. But I think um, MMA is doing what Kaji Kemble was doing, you know, 70 years ago. What works, yeah, take it. In a way. What doesn't work, get rid yeah. of it. Yeah. So what's the difference between a Kaji Kemble black belt and a guy who's been doing MMA? Besides weapons and all that stuff, it's the fact that Kaji Kemble started in Hawaii. That means maybe the founders were not nice because they were beating the shit out of people in bars. But they grew up, created this art in this atmosphere that at least somewhere was saying, be excellent to each other. Be kind to others. And I want to see my black belts not only being able to fight, but also to be humble. Hey, this BJJ guy just kicked my ass. Well, I'm going to go to his dojo and learn. And I want to make friends. And to respect the people who show you respect. And to respect the people who deserve respect. To me, that is a black belt. It's not just being able to memorize this stuff. Because that don't mean shit. It's yeah. your heart. It's your kindness. It's being humble. Um, all of that together is what really makes the black belt in Kaiju Kembo. Yeah, I do agree. I do agree with that. And I actually wanted to say that uh, if you're not really in the Aloha spirit, if you may say, if you're not really in the Sohana kind of thing, and that that's a bit uh, less meaningful, mm -hmm. uh, a lot, mm -hmm. if you're a Kaiju Kembo and if you are wasting this, this part of, of, of beautiful thing as you said uh people that came together with this spirit of learning and uh, with the spirit of, of sharing of course uh, there's politics and this stressful things within it but that's a whole nother level of, of of things happening yeah but the main idea the the base you know it's it's kind of there it's kind of yeah. keeping the flame alive and uh, i think that's that's very important to 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 share that with your with your with your students that uh are remaining and keeping your heart alive mm -hmm. so for me that's 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 uh, great importance Definitely. i was i was just uh, seeing some uh, this is a, a book of, of my grandmaster and i was seeing the the letters the letters that siju sent him i don't know if you can see it not clearly but we, but we, 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 we believe the pages are not blank. <laughs> we, we believe the pages are not yeah. blank. Oh, yeah, we can see uh, them. There, there you go. go. They're, they're not blank, at least. <laughs> so there, there are lots of, of, of nice letters that he sent him in, in manuscript. And uh, it's, 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 it's cool to see the, the relationship, relationship between, between them. And um, that's what we're looking for, right? Uh, mm -hmm. To have this kind of relationship with, with other guys and with people that, uh, that we love, actually. And, yeah. that's what, and that's what I can say, like, that's what became the the mission statement of this podcast. Like, I wanted to get to know people that did Kaju Kembo from all around the world. And I, yeah. and I used the internet to do that. And one of the things that I really saw was how, no matter how different we are, just me being Kaju Kembo was a foot in the door to be able to talk to the people that came on the show. So that's one of the things that I believe, like you were talking about MMA. And the difference is that's one of the things MMA does not have. If you, if you, even oh. if you're in the top team, whatever top team you you can you can think off on the top of your head in MMA, and you work your way up in the UFC, 
that doesn't guarantee they make a big deal actually if you leave your team to go train with another team they make a big deal about that because they have like these there's a lot of money involved and they have their own politics involved with this stuff while with kaju cambo we wouldn't make that big of a deal about it if someone goes across the world to go train with some other kaju cambo team we're just gonna be like cool how were they and how was it and did you have fun the question yeah. wouldn't be why did you go train with another because we're all Kaju Kambo mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um yeah. kind of answering I think the problem. Oh go ahead. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. All right. No, uh, I, I think the problem, the main problem. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 go, go ahead, go ahead. For real. Hey, you belong in Japan. Those are those, those Go ahead, please go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> something something happened uh, uh, after Siju's death, of course. Uh, so we see that in all of the styles, the big styles, when whenever the founder dies, and and unfortunately that came to be a, a problem afterwards, and still is a, in a kind of a way. But if you keep the respect on in terms of uh, okay, uh, I'm going to United States to I don't know. Oregon, and uh, I will search someone who trains Kaju Gambo, whatever. I had uh, guys from Canada and Lisbon training with me. I had guys from uh, several parts of the world that call me, hey, I, I've done Kaju Gambo or Kempo wise something. Uh, let's see if we can work together, of course. And that's, that's the main importance here, I think. Of course, there's this political problem uh, it, that was born of course of the situation not not otherwise and some people took advantage uh, of this and uh, that's 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 a shame but uh anyways there are always good guys in every organization there are always uh, i don't care if i don't do the same alphabet or the same as uh, counter strikes whatever uh if you're not exactly the same but the aloha spirit within that that should be the same yeah, I agree. And I, one thing I make clear as well, when you talk about the Aloha spirit and Pono and all that, I've been to Hawaii twice in my life. You know, I, I'm like totally the opposite of a Hawaiian, uh, but still the elements that show up in the art, that is what separates us. You know, yeah. even if you've never been to Hawaii, these people that came to, Cali- or to California first and then they spread it and they had that attitude in there. Those had teachers taught the students. Those students developed the same attitudes, and that's yeah, that's universal, out. right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, well, guys. With that being said, let's move on to our Whoa. next question. <clears throat> let's see what what. Where's the button? Oops. Port wine from, from Portugal. If you are wondering, <laughs> how much for a bottle? How much for a bottle? It depends of the bottle. How much are you selling it for? Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this one is actually very sh- cheap because, <laughs> but uh, you can have four wine like uh, fifty years or more, you know. So, yeah. uh, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand, maybe ten thousand. Whatever works. This one, no, it's very cheap. It's about uh, fifteen dollars or something. Okay, that's that's more of my price range right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have it in Japan, but. <laughs> All right, time to open nice it. Breakfast for me. <laughs> it's got all your basic vitamins. Um, okay, let's open a can of worms here. What are your thoughts of grandmasters and martial arts systems? 
Here we I go. I hate the name. Here we go. I hate the name. Uh, John didn't even wait for a turn. No. <laughs> no. Let the guest speak. I, uh, I hate the name. Now, uh, uh, I respect people. I know a lot of grandmasters and I love them and I respect them. And one of the things I respect the most about them is I ask them, what do you want me to call you? And just, just call me Tom. Just call me Ron. Yeah. Just call me Peggy. But the name itself, I hate. I really hate yeah. the name. Anyway, continue your question. <laughs> Well, um, I've been lucky enough that, yeah, all the grandmasters I've met have never pooled. We call it pooling rank in, in what we do. Mm. When you're talking to someone and they suddenly stop you in the middle of something that you're saying. And they're like, it's it's Sifu. It's Sigun. It's grandmaster. It's great grandmaster. Right. In the middle of like in the middle of a conversation, we'll pull rank on you. Um, I've only had that happen. Once. And it was when I was. uh it was when I was a colored belt. No, it was when I was a black belt. But all that aside, Renato, thoughts? Oh, um, well, grandmasters. Um, I do think that it has an historical perspective in Kaju Kembo, and I respect that. Um, uh, my grandmaster, all guys call him Angel. It's like, like Angelo. <laughs> Uh, and um, people, myself, I call him master because he's my master. Uh, sometimes I call him angel, but it's my choice, you know, uh, just out of respect. But uh, I don't, I don't. Sometimes I call him angel or whatever. He, he doesn't care. So for me, that's exactly my point. What you have said, if you are overwhelmed with your rank, that's a red flag. And uh, you should you should be listening uh, to other guys maybe. So, uh, but in Kaju Kembo, come on, we have a tree full of uh, grandmasters, you know, a big tree, uh, and uh, people go inside that tree because someone says that that other guys that, and sometimes there are things that are not very well explained. Uh, so uh, I know a lot of that, those things. Uh, but anyway, there's something going on in the tree that uh, this guy came in to Kaju Kembo in 2009 with uh, rank X or Z and uh, whatever. Um, I'm not in the tree, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm outside of the tree. <laughs> My grandmaster uh, uh, stopped sending the names long ago. <laughs> He's there oh. with, some, with, some, uh, with some guys. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but uh, he stopped sending it a uh, long time ago because wow. uh, he says he doesn't believe it very much. So he respects mm -hmm. it. He doesn't believe it very much. So uh, in terms of what happened when and why this guy is there and not yet, you know, it's it's kind of a, it should be an exact uh, copy carbon of what happens, but it's it's not. It's, it's when someone tells that, that student or whatever guy that came along one year ago and has 1,000 students and, and it's interesting to put him there. Um, that That's the story behind it. Someone to, told someone that this guy deserves to be there. So it's not a copy carbon of, of what happened or what, what so. So I have guys in Kuwait that are, that are there that started uh, five years ago that are fifth degrees and whatever. And uh, I'm not there, for example. So I, I, got, actually, I, got, I got a message from someone, Kuwait, man. I, from, I got a, every, 
every year I, I get my Facebook reminder because I got a message from someone in Kuwait saying, uh, hey, brother, I, I've got a fourth degree in karate and this and jujitsu, and I, I, I have a third degree in Muay Thai kickboxing. And uh, I know. And I'm like, hey, I want to learn Kaju Kembo. Like, can you give me any DVDs? I'm like, ah, not really, man. I mean, you learn the techniques, but it's, you, you got to study with people because you get the real heart of what it is. And like, yeah. no, 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 just give me some DVDs. You know, I can do it. I'm like, no, I can't do it. And every year I, I repost this thing in there. And mm -hmm. um, I'm sad to say recently somebody got him in there and now he's Kaju Kembo. Uh, and I'm going to be at that. But yeah, I've I known guys that started uh, some years ago. They were yellow belts in Kaju Kembo. Mm -hmm. And now they are seventh and they are respected for the community. So the, the problem is that in order to be Ohana, we don't need to to listen to everything that's uh, not okay. If it's not okay, it's not okay, right? right. So sometimes we have um, this problem and understanding if even if my grandmaster does something wrong uh, or whatever, I have to be able to, to understand this kind of wrongdoing and uh, adapt it and uh, listen to other guys that say that, yeah, it's wrong for this or for that, or whatever. And it's hard, I mean, but yeah. uh, uh, that's, that, that's the main problem in Kaju Kemba right now. So grandmasters, keeping the, the, the grandmaster figure, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of a... I'm promoter to professor now. Now I, now I need someone grandmaster. Now I need someone great grandmaster. Now I need someone. Actually, the story of Kaju Kembo, if you if you uh, listen and and if you take attention to some details, you can see that the guys coming for United the United States at the, at the start, they were kind of uh, newbies in in some way, but they were promoted anyway. So this was for developing of Kaju Kembo. That there's not. That's not a critique to do there. Um, and sometimes when a guy in Kuwait, I don't, I don't like Kuwait because Kuwait, <laughs> there's already lots of schools there. But some guy in, I don't know, in South Africa tells me, I, I want to learn Kaju Kembo. I don't have a way to do it without having some help online or some DVDs or what, 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 whatever. But I can travel one time, uh, two or two, three years. Uh, I have student in Brazil that cam comes normally every year. Yeah. I have a student in Argentina that comes uh, every two, three years. So I have to get them covered in, in, in DVDs and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. But if they train with that as a, an extra, you know, it's a thing. Yeah. And then if what, they don't what, train with that, that's another. Yeah, as long as they're traveling, it means something. And also, like, what I was going to add is, right, Hackleman, Hackleman explained how he's got an online program, right? He's a UFC yeah. coach and he's got an online program. And I asked him about this and he said, yeah, you can get all the way to brown belt <clears throat> with my with my online program. But we all know that a brown belt in Kaju Kembo, a brown belt in any system, that doesn't mean shit. Black belt, that's what you're going for. So like, you know, <laughs> let's be honest here. If you're going yeah, to yeah. saying, oh, I'm a brown belt. Yeah, I mean, you get some street credit. But saying that to any of the martial artists, it's like, okay, well, you're almost there, right? Mm -hmm. and, and what he does for that black belt is he makes him do an on-site test. That's the final thing is you have to meet him. He has his testings in Hawaii. So everybody has to fly to Hawaii and he goes back to where he originally was and he puts him through the test. So he said, if someone's been bullshitting him the whole time, he's like, it's really hard to bullshit him though. Cause he's put inside his online program. He makes him do all this crazy, like a hundred burpees, like a lot of calisthenics that you'd have to be in a certain amount of shape to pull off. Right. So it would yeah. be kind of hard to BS, but even if for some reason he said, if someone did BS me all the way through, 
they're going to get to the test and have to do the on-site test. And for some reason, they were BSing. Yeah. It's going to be a waste of, of their money because they had to fly to Hawaii to get it done. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do I do work kind of like that also. So Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's not a problem. But but keep keeping the 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 grandmaster thing, I think it's uh, it's it's too much right now. You know, it's Siju uh, uh, had uh, has some secret letters, if I may say, that uh, points exactly who were the guys that were promoted by him, mm-hmm. and the the ones that weren't. Even if you're mm-hmm. in another style, certainly uh, you have these guys that you know that are in the root, and other ones that yeah maybe you know so um, it's 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 like that people know who's who so yeah some people know some people know who's who and then one a few things i wanted to add here and this is something i uh, right originally kaju kembo did not have titles sifu and and uh and seagong all this stuff it used to just be chief instructor and that's it yeah. right so like all this other stuff that we talk about, Sifu, Seagun, Grandmaster, that came way later. But because at first it was yeah. just Chief Instructor and Sijo. Yep. And as that, time went by, okay. it evolved into what it is now, right? And that's where was Sijo was Cijo one of the original titles? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. No, I know Chief Instructor was one of the originals. From it was Professor. 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 Probably Professor. Well, With a, not not Professor. Yeah. Professor. No. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't verify that. But I can no, say absolutely. that. I, I can't because I, I can only say from what the conversation I had with John, who's under goading, right? Yeah. And he's there, right there, right, 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 right. In Hawaii, um, he was telling me that, yeah, I, I, I don't. I wonder if even that's even the case. Yeah, I, I yeah. So you, you're saying it was Professor? So Cijo was Professor back then? Is that what you heard? Yeah, before the seventies until the eighties, there are videos that uh, attest that. So he's only Professor. Professor, and only after <laughs> yeah. only one, right? He was the only professor. Like it was, one yeah. Of the- and afterwards, he started promoting people, and then um, because he was promoted, also tenth degree by the Chinese uh, um, kung fu. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember the name, but uh, the Chinese community and uh, of kung mm-hmm. fu in Hawaii. So he, he was uh, he, he was respected as a tenth degree and founder, and, and so. From from then, it was called also Siju, and that's why we use Sigung, etc., Chinese uh, terminology. Yeah, I think uh, so, m- I want to say that Al Cascos helped bring in the Chinese. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to 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 arrive to that. So okay. Al Cascos <laughs> uh, was was in the seventies was uh, very influent. Mm-hmm. So they had some some small problems in the way, but then they they came back. Yeah. Okay. But whatever, so uh, he, he was trying to do uh, Kaju Kembo. Um, uh, so uh, uh, International Kaju Kembo Association (ICA). Mm-hmm. So it was one of the first efforts to develop all Kaju Kembo in the world. Actually, yeah. my grandmaster was also there, and uh, then afterwards they were putting together the Chinese terminology and all, all that stuff and uh, that's it then uh, we actually after there's a mix because professor and uh, grandmaster is a West Western term terminology so we should say Sitangung or whatever and Siju mm-hmm. uh, or whatever but uh, there's a mix within the terminology also I don't think it's bad but uh, the only thing that's bad is that we have lots and lots of, of grandmasters of grand, 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 whatever. Mm. Too and, many. Uh, not all of them, yeah, not all of them are, are really 
uh, accurate in their in their um, curriculum and their uh, connaissance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one thing before I pass on this question to John, you mentioned about names that get scratched out on the tree, and people that are listening is probably wondering what the tree is. There's this tree, a Kajukembo tree, with a bunch of names of the instructors, starting with the founders, so you can kind of track along a map of everybody that got the founders and everybody, how Kajukembo kind of spread around the world from there. Family and tree. The family tree. And now what I do want to mention, I recently found out, and I did not know this, and I think it's worth kind of mentioning now, me and John are doing another podcast about this. I used to think that the only reason you can get your name scratched out of the tree had to do with politics, which is why I never really cared. Like, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, maybe there's some politics stuff. So they scratched them out of the tree. Or like you said, right? They chose not to be in your Renato, in your case, they chose not to be on the tree or they had like some disagreement about the tree. And not really a disagreement, but uh, they don't, my grandmaster don't, doesn't give the the shit about it. You know? Okay, okay. It just keeps his uh, records for him and uh, yeah. whatever. Because if you're in a tree with a guy that, uh, in uh, one uh, day in uh, in Kaju Campbell forums in internet, he, he, he said, "I'm not." Uh, someone said, "He's not the black belt." And the other day, there's manipulation, and this is not the problem of the master that promoted it. Actually, it's yeah. the problem of the person who received person. it yeah. and how he manipulated it. So, yeah. in the next day, is seven degree from black belt, not being black belt to seven degree. So, uh, I don't want to be in that tree, also. You know. Okay. So. And that's and again, like that's one of the reasons what you're talking about is one of the reasons I never really made a big deal. I mean, I'm on the tree, but I've never made a big deal either way about people being on the tree or not because I'm not a part yeah. of any association. Any, I don't I don't belong to an association. I'm independent. But what I did learn recently, um, without saying any names and trying to stay within the legal parameters that I can go with. I recently had an issue that I interviewed someone who sexually assaulted one of their students. And I had to pull all of their interviews down. And I'm not going to name this person. But the way I was able to verify what happened was by contacting Glenn Faticelli of the tree. And they had a database that they can refer to to verify allegations and stuff. Like they can let me know whether they found it or not. And they were telling me that that was, that was one of the, he explained to me that sometimes that's one of the reasons that you can see a name across scratched out on the list. I didn't know that. I thought, like I said, it was mostly based on politics. So now that's, I finally saw the reason of why there was like a tree and what that meant. Like I used to think it was only politics, but then when I found that out, I was like, oh, okay. All right. Cause I've never even looked at the tree. To be honest, when I interview people, I don't even no. look for them on the tree. Cause I don't right. even have the tree. <laughs> to be honest, right. I don't right. have the tree. Grandmaster Galinas is actually the, 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 the idea behind the tree and the work behind the tree. Yeah. He's, uh, he's an old karate, old, he's not, not old, old guy, but he's uh, very old, but he is, he's old in Kaju Campbell in terms of, uh, he was in, very early in Kaju Campbell's from Canada. So actually he's the guy behind the tree, the man behind the tree. Yeah. And uh, some, one time he, he tell me, he told me, but I don't, I don't make the, you know, I, I just put the names there. If people yeah. say the name is, is there, I put them there and whatever. Uh, you have guys that were expelled by Siju 
that uh, came back after his death or within his last days. So, you know, that's that's constantly changing. So, I don't, I don't, I don't give, I don't give a, a damn about if it's right or wrong. I just do my work and uh, and let the the work talk for itself. And yeah, I think yeah. most of the guys are, are like that. The, the the main guys that are very worried about the tree are the guys that don't uh, don't have the legitimacy to be there most of the time. You know? <laughs> John, thoughts on Grandmaster? Grandmasters. I already, I already. That's the, the part that makes me angry. Off, I hate the name. Um, I, I think all titles are kind of stupid in the first place. I mean, I mean, even big thing here in Japan, for example, people love to find out what your job is as soon as possible. And this is part of the culture, because if, for example, you say, "Oh, hey, I'm a doctor," suddenly they have to change the, the language they use. They actually have to use different vocabulary and different types. They use the, the, the Kago talking because, oh, he's a doctor. And a doctor is going to bleed as easily as a, a homeless guy. I mean, we're all the same. So on the, on the one side, I don't like people using their titles. Like you were saying, interrupting and pulling, you know, like uh, grandmaster, actually. That's what you should call me. I hate that. Um, Bob, does you that? I like it as a title given, as a reward. Uh, the way when I received my second degree black belt from my instructor Ron Steller, uh, I I don't know if I told you this, Angelo. I, I kind of freaked out his instructor. Uh, now his, it's Grandmaster Juarez. He's the he's the official top of our of the Gaylord branch. Uh, I kind of scared him actually. Because I was kind of a weird kid, and I was like, after class, I'm going home, like, hey, Sigang. I call him Sigang because he's my teacher's teacher, and that Sigang means grandpa. So, like, hey, Sigang, can I ask you a kind of a, a fatherly question? And he's like, what do you mean? What, what's going on? Like, he was gonna, I was going to ask him, like, what do I do if I got to go pregnant or something? It was, <laughs> maybe it's a stupid way to ask him that. Then I was like, yeah, I, I've been talking with Sipu Ron, and I, I think he's going to promote me to second, and I don't think I'm ready for it. Should I, like, what should I do? Should I talk to him or should I announce it? Should I just, when he gives it to me, should I say, no, thank you. What do I do? And he was like, well, he gave me some of the best knowledge I've ever had is sometimes you don't feel you deserve something. You, maybe you don't feel you deserve a title of grandmaster. You don't deserve this, but that doesn't matter. Your instructor sees something that maybe you don't. Yeah. You just got happened to, to me also, John. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing, right? So, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's, you just yeah. have to accept it. So, like, my instructor, Sifaran, he hates the title Grandmaster. Um, when I came to visit one Christmas from Japan, we do our opening for the class. Okay, salute the flags and chief instructor before you salute. Ray position. Whoever's the next rank has to call, you know, the head of the, the class. So it would normally be like the, the next black will say, okay, turn class, salute the Seagung before you salute. And I went and said, salute the Grandmaster before you salute. And everyone goes, ooh, because they know he hates that title. He, they know he hates that. And I knew that he hates that title. And I did it because I'm visiting. I could get away with it as a guest. And he literally said, you're getting away with that because you're visiting us. And then he punched <laughs> me in the gun. And then we started class. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, I, I hate the title Grandmaster because it sounds cultish. It sounds um, 
servant and slave. And, and I know like this is similar to, yeah. it's not that you're a master of a person. It's that you're, you've mastered this art. It's and a cultural thing, right? it is you, you can never really master something. You can always improve. You can always get further and further. So I understand where it's coming from, but I've always loved the title Sifu, Sidong, and Sijo. Um, should, because, sorry, should it be something that you, you will say to your master? You, you can say it to your master because it's your uh, def difference, uh, your way of talking to him because you, you like that uh, kind of relationship. But, but if it's should, yeah, otherwise, uh, yeah. it's, it's different. If it's something yeah. in the street, oh, Grandmaster uh, John, yeah, yeah. how are you? you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and this is what I love is that my uh, talking to my Sifu and talking to his Sifu, my Sigong, who is now a Grandmaster, they don't want that title. So they'll yeah. like they tell me just just call me Sifu, call me Sigong, because my Sifu is my teaching father, and his yeah, teacher is my grandfather. So I call him Sigong, and he told yeah, me to say that, and I love him. Yeah. Unless it's official, we're doing a podcast, and I say Grandmaster Juarez because this is your official title. Uh, but I mean, I just hate that title. Chief Instructor is cool, and I love Sijo Sifu because this is much more. It's not about ancient and mystical things it means dad please help yeah. me you know, i need your help the title yeah. master and like what i want to add to what you're saying too is me personally me personally i watched a lot of uh wu-tang kung fu flicks literally like they said they had the wu-tang emblem on them and <laughs> and they and there was like a, a kung fu feature wu-tang clan the 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 hip hop band had yeah. <laughs> had these kung fu movies that they put together like you know the, the seven daggers or the or the, the sixteen yeah. deadly strikes and they put these little series together and I watch them and they're like sifu sifu I'm like this guy sifu is like badass like he's got this group of guys they're all kind of ruffians a lot of them are thugs like they came out of a gang and they killed people and the sifu guys oh, wait you talking kung fu movies you talking kaju kamakura yeah you got and you got this guy who kind of has this these hooligans and he kind of refines him into gentlemen and like i love that idea so like when i started when i finally encountered kaju kembo and he said and i didn't, i thought it was karate because we're wearing black geese and he says oh yeah people call me sifu I thought that was really cool. And I liked that, not for myself, for him. Like, I liked the idea that this guy was, hey, this guy's like the guy. And I lived in a rough neighborhood. Was, he's the guy, like, from the Wu-Tang flicks that we saw. He's, he's refining thugs and ruffians, right? So, like, I like this. I want to be there. So, I always called him Sifu. And he told me, please don't call me that. Because I'd be at a class of, hey, Sifu. He's like, please don't call me that. Please don't. And after a while, like, it grew on him. Me calling him Sifu all the time grew on him. And he just accepted. He's like, he calls me that. And he didn't just tell people. He just, he likes to call me that. He calls me that. He gets to call yeah, me This that. kid's crazy. Just, he just, yeah, he, he, like, he likes to call me that. He's got, and I explained to him like the Kung Fu movies. And he, he also loved the Kung Fu movies too. So like, you know, we have yeah. this relationship, like you said, that developed that. And that's why I liked it. But then when I got the title Sifu, I was like, don't call me that. <laughs> don't call me that. <laughs> Please don't call me that. If I had a kid walk up to me after class, Sifu, I just Please don't. No, that's your Sifu. Your Sifu's over there. His, you know, <laughs> your Sifu's over there. I'm just Angelo. What, what's up? Like, you know? So, like, yeah. I, I, and now, like, you know, full circle. All right, guys. Last question coming up. Let's okay. uh, let's let's lighten things up here a little bit. That was a that was a heavy one. <laughs> Me too, Super ready. That one. Ooh la la. Let's go. All right, last Let's shot go. and last Good. question. Cheers. 
since John loves his pop cultural questions. Do you think Bruce Lee was a martial artist or a fighter? Why? Oh. oh. Bum, oh, bum, bum. <laughs> I, I, and I said it was going to be a light question. <laughs> Wait, I need more tequila. Give me a second. <laughs> Renato, what do you think? Wow. I was not expecting that. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, martial artist or a fighter. So, for me, martial art is a Western term. I, I, I've been working, uh, I've been working, not, uh, I've, I've been talking yesterday about martial arts, self-defense, well, what, well, whatever, combat sports, what is that in a Portuguese podcast. And um, uh, we were wondering, um, so martial arts, something that came from the, the, Mart, uh, the Mars god, uh, the, the word war within. So we do martial arts in a metacultural way. We don't do martial arts, actually, but because we don't fight and wars for that. We're not all military. We're not all policemen or whatever. So martial arts is a Western term that we adapt to our uh, metaculture of, of combat, sports, and martial arts. So to be a sport, you have to have a game. You have to have competition. You have these kinds of things. To be a fighter... Do you mean it in the streetwise fighter thing or to be a fighter in a combat sports uh, mentality? And that's going to be up to you to decide whether <laughs> Bruce Lee was a fighter or a martial artist. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, so um, if he was, I will take it in this combat sports thing because fighter like in streetwise fighter, I don't think he was and nor should we be. So um actually i think combat sports have a lot to 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 give to people uh mma and wh wh whatever combat sports we're talking about even kumite and karate with the almost uh, no touching contact but uh in the case of bruce lee i think he was a martial artist because he was working with the uh, as we say in, in in japan the do part the the, the way like karate do, aikido, judo, so he was he was, was making his path, even if it was um, uh, a path that was intricate with uh, different influences. But he was working on this this uh, this path. So for me, he's a martial artist in that sense, uh, in the modern Western sense of martial arts, because uh, actually you don't do anything that's martial. We don't prepare to die. We don't. Yeah, we just do our thing and we call it martial art because it's a kind of a marketing thing there's no uh actually you cannot you call it budo in in japan so it's not exactly martial arts so we just adapted that culture to our uh western culture and uh because we we were you see in uh 1900 japan they had all they had still this kind of uh pre-industrial kind of uh, thing going on so we they were the, the the art of war was still very worked on and people were sometimes in peace and developed that so and uh, in, in the west uh we forget a bit about it because we had to um all the historical european martial arts for example they were almost disappearing and taking uh, all the all the normal fighting and brawling uh, outside in a different way there was not exactly the same mentality as in Japan. So that's why we see this 
Japanese oriental thing of yeah martial arts um but it's us that invented that term so it's kind of a yeah. difficult thing to to work on and to to lean on in terms of analyzing because it's a, it's a thing that you just you call your dog uh, Anthony but it's it's a strange name right so <laughs> so if it's your responsibility <laughs> so if it's all your responsibility you can say whatever you want about this Anthony dog name you know you could call it other other name but you just said it was like this because it's my way of seeing it so you can call your dog grandmaster if you want yeah <laughs> of course of course and there's a lot of grandmasters uh, to to name my uh, dog is a grandmaster at walking i tell you that yeah yeah it would be a nice walk every sunday <laughs> Uh, so, so for, for me, it's, it's, uh, is a martial arts in the, in a martial artist in the Western term. It was always, he's also a philosopher, etc. in certain parts of his work. So for me, that's it. And, uh, actually it's, it's nice that, that you just erupted like that, but you erupted within the Kempo, Kaju Kempo community also in the, in the, in the, the great, uh, uh, Long Beach Internationals um, uh, that uh, at Parker made and uh, the first uh, the first footage that we have of Bruce Lee doing something nice it's mm -hmm. it's from the Kempo Championships mm -hmm. and um, people call it karate because in the United States all you do with punches and etc it's, it's karate <laughs> it's all karate yeah. yeah it has punches yeah. and kicks and yeah. it's, yeah. it's not yeah. karate it's karate well, Oh yeah, and karate. Really, actually, I, I shouldn't say just punches and kicks. If you're wearing a gi, they'll most likely just say it's karate. Yeah, yeah. Even if yeah. it's not, even if you're doing jujitsu, <laughs> the average person, it must be. It's kind of nice because in in Japan, it, people would call it kempo because it's the kempo. It's the fighting. It's the 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 the, the fighting art, you know. Mm -hmm. So and afterwards in the the West, mainly in the United States, that influenced the world, of course. Uh, there's the karate thing uh, going on for every discipline, for every guy. So yeah. I, I, I'm a, I'm deviating a bit, but uh, actually to give some context. <laughs> I do it all the time, man. I said earlier, you and I are the same on this. <laughs> yeah. But of course, you, you like Dream Theater, right? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. You see my poster, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's also the reason we go on tangents. The music does the same thing. Yeah, of course. And, uh, and I, I like the... I'm deviating, but <laughs> go, the, go, the go, tempo. go, rant away, please. <laughs> One concept I would like to explain in, 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 in Kaju Kembo is the tempo use. So if you know a bit about music, mm -hmm. you, you have down tempos, right? Mm -hmm. So in Kaju Kembo, sometimes if you work only in the tempo, will not disrupt the other guy uh, enough to be mm -hmm. defending yourself. So I do like to... Um, do my 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 Kaju Kembo has uh, Dream Theater, for example, which is a, a band that works a lot in down tempo. Um, works. It means that you're not like this for people that don't understand. But we are hitting not only here, but we are hitting here, up, right? Mm -hmm. So when we're when we're up, we're like bam, 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 bam. So you're not bam, 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 bam. So yeah, yeah. this is. This is this is kind of a, a thing I learned in music that I apply with Kaju Kembo. So if you don't do music, uh, if you don't understand the music, I, I may say in Kaju Kembo, it's 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 gonna be different. So it's oh, I totally agree. I, I I've said before and I'll say it again: dancers make the best fighters. And I'm a terrible dancer, but learning music 
the rhythms, you know, the weird, what the hell was that? Those weird rhythms you had in your fight, it totally changes the way you fight. I totally agree with everything you just said. And that's not just because you said you're a dream theater fan. We're both, and we're both, (laughs) both. Are you a musician too, Renato? Yeah, kind of. I had a garage band back in the day. So all three three of us. All right. Become a band coming up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, casual, casual international band. Yeah, yeah. St- there you stay go. Tuned for the, Can I be a <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for our next album coming out called Grandmaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> our hit single, Anthony the Dog. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So, John, what are your thoughts on uh, whether Bruce Lee was a fighter or a martial artist? Um, definitely martial artist. I, the thing about being a fighter, like Renato was saying, there's all these, what is a martial artist? You know, that Western Eastern thing and totally changed what that means. There's all these different titles. I know there's only like one video of Bruce Lee actually fighting, like in a karate style point. And it was good. He was fast. I don't think we have enough proof in general for the world to say, yeah, he was a great fighter. I think most likely he was. And I say this from the fact Kaiju Kembo is very logical. If it works, keep it. And it doesn't get rid of it. We just don't have proof to say he was great. I mean, his family will say, yeah, he was a great fighter. And people will say, yeah, he was a great fighter. And he beat one man, you know, very easily. We just don't have enough proof to 100% say, yeah, he was great. We can look, however, at his students. Uh, I do know that. Uh, so okay, my teacher's teacher was James Juarez. He taught our school in San Leandro and Bruce Lee's students came to Juarez's dojo to spar once in a while because he liked the way Kaji Kembo sparred. It was all dirty. It, you hit hard. There was no holding back. And they fought well. Uh, you know, I, I, heard from a, I heard from a biased source that, you know, we, we kind of kicked their ass because it was a Kaji Kembo guy speaking. But the fact is they came and they came back. That tells me Bruce Lee was a good fighter. Because he taught people who hit, hit back, and like to take hits and kept coming. Most likely, yes. As a martial artist, yes, 100%. Um, this goes back to fans of Dream Theater as well. Uh, music, art, it, it goes beyond, as a martial artist, it's not just beating the shit out of people. It's making it into an art. Uh, as we were talking in our last podcast about Aikido, the, on average, people fight you know five times in their life. Some people fight every day. Some people never fight. So why do you train martial arts? There's so much more behind it. You know, there's the, the physical health, the mental health. There's how it makes you a better person. All this stuff that martial arts does to change your life. Yeah, Bruce Lee showed all of that. On top of that, his goal... I mean, he basically quit teaching to become a movie star at one point, let the dojos keep going, because that was his goal, was to change the world. He was the first person, I believe, to show a Chinese-American as a badass action star. That changed the world. That changed the view of Chinese people. I don't think he was the first Asian to be a badass, but he was the first like Chinese to be a martial artist, to be an action star specifically. And that was a goal of his at a time. And that was a good thing. That changed the world. That, to me, is a martial artist. It's art to change the world using the war, Mars aspect. Martial artist, 100% yes. Fighter, most likely yes. And that is my long tangent-filled answer. Yeah. My, my answer is much shorter. 
<laughs> I, I mean, just Drink looking more. at uh, like just just looking at the definitions of what, I, what modern definitions of what a fighter is, and and what a martial artist is. Just looking at and you have to go back to definitions to what Renato was talking about. If I just look at what a martial artist is and what a, what a fighter is, I'm going to say that for me, a fighter is someone who has a fighting record and fights in some sort of sport, and that's something that as you as you touched on, we don't have any data about. And everything else is based on legend and hearsay. And because of that, I can't really say fighter. But I can say martial artist. Does it mean there's a big difference between saying, could he fight? That's a different question. Nothing. Yeah. But as far as the definition as a fighter, you know, I, I, I probably wouldn't go towards fighter as much as I would go back leaning towards a martial artist, someone who practices an art that includes how to defend yourself. And that's where I'm going to say that's who's, you know, who's a martial artist. And I'll, I'll make it quick. Because because we're we're running out of time here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I will leave the question for 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 the next time. Why is it a, an art? Yeah, that that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> why is it an art? How? Uh, yeah, why is it an art? Would be a total sometimes in an in a in an art uh, idea, you have behind something a creation, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to. Uh, it's implicit that you, you will do something to the other guy in the other side that is looking to your art. Mm -hmm. So, besides your sparring partner, what are you doing artistically? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to to bring this back to Grandmaster as well, again, the title, one big thing I do respect about martial arts is the black belt first degree is supposed to be the beginning, beginning of your training. And then second, third, fourth degree, you should keep training. You should continue fighting and training. But a lot of it at that point is what you're giving back to the world, what you're for doing sure. for the art. It's not just how hard you can punch a guy because when you're 80 years old, your strength's going to be gone. But what have you been doing? What have you been teaching? What have you been instilling in other people? That yeah. as well is the art that we're not just talking about, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that wraps up our show. Uh, the music is playing, I believe, at this point. We don't hear it, but it is playing once I've edited it. <laughs> so ah, um, the magic before, before, yeah it's movie magic um moving it on to where we can contact people real quick Renato where can people catch you where, where, where do you want to promote yeah not not much right now uh, I'm actually just uh, in transition in transition in terms of uh, Kaju Campbell projects and, and all but you can find me at Ibrit Karate uh, YouTube channel I'm I had a small pause but I'm I'm going uh, stronger right now so I'll be talking about not karate specifically I started with karate but I was all, I'll also talk about Kajukembo and that's the way about um, that's the hybrid part of, of karate that uh, I like to, to talk and I do think that uh, we are um, in a kind of a way we are uh, the, the our ancestry is also in, in karate development in Japan in terms of what happened in Kembo and in Hawaii, for, for, for sure, that's a very important part. And then jumping on to Kajikembo. So that's what I'm doing right now, hybrid karate. All right, so is you there, right? Uh, hybrid, hybrid karate? You can hybrid karate in a very American <laughs> accent. H-Y-B-R-I-D-K-A-R-A-T-E, if you want to check it out, uh, for those of you listening. John, where can they find you? Uh, on the internet. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> Kaiju Kimbo Okayama. Uh, I am not a podcast host, but 
if you find our podcast, uh, feel free to share it. I care less about, um, well, what I care most about, let people hear the name. If you like any of our videos, even up to Facebook, I'm trying to put little clips up. I want to get our name known. Uh, I'm not doing anything for money. I'm just got a very small thing going. I just want to get it, people to know about it in Japan. Find me. Uh, I, we have a web page. You can check it out. I think the biggest thing is YouTube and Facebook sharing and sharing any videos or clips that we have. That's the biggest thing you can find for me. Uh, it'd be a big help for Kaiju Kembo in general, uh, not just in Japan but around the world. And that's why. Let's work it. together, guys. So and that's, that's, that's under thing. and that's under Kaiju Kembo Okayama, right? Oh, yeah. Kaiju Kembo Okayama. Uh, and the big good thing about Japanese, it's just the way it sounds. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. As always, if you hit like, even better if you hit subscribe, it really helps my channel grow. I appreciate it. And catch you all next time. Peace. Aloha.